Today is the 12th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It's great to be here with you today as we gather again around our home base, the global campfire. Take our place, settle in, no matter whether we're driving, laying in bed, sitting at the breakfast table, sitting at the dinner table, falling asleep at night. Wherever we may be, we are here. And we are here to take the next step forward in the scriptures. And we have been working our way through the minor prophets. We are in the book of Amos at this point. And we will finish up the book of Amos today by reading Amos chapters 7, 8, and 9. This is what the eternal Lord showed me. He brought a swarm of locusts when the crops had begun to sprout in late spring, after the king's portion of the hay had been cut. When I saw the locusts devour everything green in the land that belonged to the farmers, I spoke. Oh, eternal Lord, please forgive us. How will Jacob's descendants survive this? The nation is so small. The eternal relented and showed mercy. What you have seen will not be. Then the Eternal showed me this. He called for a rain of fire, and it devoured the deep abyss and began to devour the land itself. Amos said, O Eternal Lord, please no, not this. How will Jacob's descendants survive this? The nation is so small. And the Eternal again relented and showed mercy. This will not happen either. Then he showed me this. The Lord was standing by a wall built with a plumb line, and in his hand was a plumb line. What do you see, Amos? A plumb line. The Eternal One said, Watch what I'm about to do. I am going to put a plumb line up against my people Israel to see what is straight and true, and I will not look the other way any longer. The high places of Isaac will be destroyed, and the religious shrines of Israel reduced to ruin, and with sword in hand, I will bring down the house of Jeroboam the king. Then Amaziah the priest at the royal shrine in Bethel sent word to Jeroboam king of Israel. Amaziah's message was, Amos is plotting conspiracy against you in the very heart of the land of Israel. You must act. The land cannot bear any more of his speeches. For this is what Amos is saying. Jeroboam is going to die by the sword and the people of Israel will be captured and led away into exile far from home. I told Amos, Listen, seer, run for the land of Judah, earn your living and spread your prophecies there, but don't ever show your face and try to prophesy at Bethel again, because it is the king's sanctuary and a temple for his kingdom. But Amos persisted, I am not a professional prophet or even the son of one. You shouldn't be afraid of me. I am just a man who followed my herds and gathered the fruit from the sycamores until the Eternal spoke to me as I was minding my flock. The Eternal One said, Go and speak my words to the people of Israel. So now listen to what the Eternal has to say. You who say, Don't prophesy against Israel or predict the downfall of Isaac's descendants. The Eternal One says this, Your wife will be reduced to selling herself in the streets. Your sons and daughters will die by the sword. Your land will be measured out to others. You yourself will end your days in an impure land. 
and Israel will be sent into exile far from home. This is what the Eternal Lord showed me, a basket of ripe fruits. He said, What do you see, Amos? And I said, I see a basket of ripe fruits. And the Eternal One said, The time is ripe for the end of my people, Israel. I will not overlook their wrongdoing any longer. On that day, the joyous song sung in the temple will turn to wailing and crying, and dead bodies will be piled up everywhere, scattered here, scattered there. Silence, says the Eternal Lord. Listen to this, you who trample on the needy and bring the poor to ruin, who ask, when will the new moon festival be done so we can sell our grain? And when will the Sabbath end so we can sell our wheat? Then we can tamper with our scales and make the bushel measure smaller and the counterweight heavier to cheat our customers. We can buy the needy for silver and the poor in their property for the price of a pair of sandals. We can even sell the chaff we sweep up as grain. The Eternal has sworn by the pride of Jacob, the very land he gave to them. I will not forget anything that Israel has done. Won't the land beneath their feet tremble for this, and everyone who lives in it mourn? The ground will rise and fall like the river Nile, which floods and recedes. It will ripple and roll like the current of Egypt's Nile. The Eternal Lord says, On that day I will make the sun set at noon and send darkness across the earth when it should be broad daylight. I will turn your celebrations into mourning, and all your singing into wailing. I will make it so that all wear mourning sackcloth, and every head is shaved out of sadness. It will be like the grief you feel at the death of an only child, and it will be a bitter day by the end. The Eternal Lord says, The days are coming when I will send a famine on the land, not a hunger for food or thirst for water, but starvation for the words of the Eternal. People will stagger from the Dead Sea to the Mediterranean Sea and from the north to the east. They will run everywhere, desperate to hear the voice of the Eternal One, but they will not hear it. When that time comes, beautiful young women and strong young men will fall from thirst, and those who swear by the pagan idols of Samaria, who say, As your God lives, Dan or as your power lives, Beersheba, will all fall, never to rise again. I looked and saw the Lord standing by the altar. The Eternal One said, Strike the tops of the pillars so that the foundations shake, and cut them off so the building crashes down upon the heads of all the people. I will kill with the sword any who survive. Not one of them will get away. Not one of them will escape. If they dig down to the land of the dead, my hand will find them and pull them back up. If they try to climb to heaven, I will bring them back down from there. If they try to hide on the summit and in the dense forests of Mount Carmel, I will track them down and capture them. If they try to disappear from sight in the depths of the sea, I will send a sea monster to bite and devour them. If they are taken captive by their enemies, I will command that they be killed by the sword in their exile, and I will fix my gaze upon them, not for their good, but for their harm. 
the eternal Lord, commander of heaven's armies. He touches the earth and it cracks and crumbles, and everyone upon it cries with grief. He touches the land and it rises and falls, falls and rises like the Nile in Egypt. He builds his upper chambers in the heavens and founds his storeroom on the earth. He calls up the waters of the sea and pours them out across the land. Eternal One is his name. The Eternal One says, To me, aren't you like the people of Ethiopia, overwhelmed by the powers around you? You people of Israel? Didn't I bring the people of Israel from the land of Egypt, and the Philistines from Kaftor, and the Arameans from Kir? Look, the eyes of the Eternal Lord are fixed upon your sinful kingdom, and I will wipe it off the face of the earth, but I will not destroy Jacob's descendants completely. So says the Eternal, I will give the order and I will shake the nation of Israel among all the nations, the way grain is shaken in a sieve. All the good kernels will fall to the ground, but the rocks will stay trapped in the sieve ready for disposal. I will see all of my people who do wrong, who say, nothing bad will ever happen to us. I will see them all fall to the sword. After that happens, on the day I choose, I will rebuild the dilapidating house of David from its ruins, mend the holes in it, rebuild its wreckage, and restore it just the way it used to be. Then they may possess what remains of Edom, including every person among the outsiders who have been called by my name. So says the Eternal One, who will make this happen. The Eternal One says, The day is coming when one following will overtake one ahead, when the person plowing the field the person from the last when the person stomping grapes will overtake the person planting the vineyard, and in that fertile day, new wine will drip from the mountains, and the hills will flow with it. I will restore the captives of my people Israel. They will rebuild their ruined cities and return to them. They will plant new vineyards and drink wine from them, and they will plant new gardens and eat the food they grow. I will plant them in their own soil, and they will never be uprooted again, for this is the land I have given them. So said the Eternal One, your God. Revelation 3, 7-22 Write down my words and send them to the messenger of the church in Philadelphia. These are the words of the Holy One, the True One, and the One who possesses the key of David, which opens the possibilities so that no one can shut them, the one who closes all options so that no one can open. I know your deeds, see? I have placed before you an open door which no one can shut. I have done this because you have limited strength, yet you have obeyed my word and have not denied my name. Watch, and I will make those of the congregation of Satan, those who call themselves Jews, but are not because they lie, come before you penitent, falling at your feet. Then they will know how much I have loved you. Because you have obeyed my instructions to endure and be patient, I will protect you from the time of trial which will come upon the whole earth 
and put everyone in it to the test. I will soon return. Hold tight to what you have so that no one can take away your victor's wreath. As for the one who conquers through faithfulness, even unto death, I will plant that person as a pillar in the temple of my God, and that person will never have to leave the presence of God. Moreover, I will inscribe this person with the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, New Jerusalem, which descends out of heaven from my God and my own new name. Let the person who is able to hear listen to and follow what the Spirit proclaims to all the churches. Write down my words and send them to the messenger of the church in Laodicea. These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. I know your works. You are neither cold with apathy nor hot with passion. It would be better if you were one or the other, but you are neither. So because you are lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. You claim I am rich. I have accumulated riches and I need nothing. But you do not realize that you are miserable, pathetic, poor, blind, and naked. So here is what I suggest you do. Buy true gold from me, gold refined by fire, so that you can be truly rich. White garments to cover you so that you can keep the shame of your nakedness from showing. And eye ointment to treat your eyes so that you may see clearly. Those I love, I also correct and discipline. Therefore be shamelessly committed to me and turn back. Now pay attention. I am standing at the door and knocking. If any of you hear my voice and open the door, then I will come in to visit with you and to share a meal at your table, and you will be with me. The one who conquers through faithfulness, even unto death, I will place next to me on my throne, just as I myself conquered and took a place of honor with my father on his throne. Let the person who is able to hear, listen to and follow what the Spirit proclaims to all the churches. Psalm 131 a song of David for those journeying to worship. O Eternal One, my heart is not occupied with proud thoughts. My eyes do not look down on others. I don't even begin to get involved in matters too big, matters of faith, state, business, or the many things that defy my ability to understand them. Of one thing I am certain, my soul has become calm quiet and contented in you, like a weaned child resting upon his mother. I am quiet. My soul is like this weaned child. O oh, Israel, stake your trust completely in the eternal from this very moment and into the vast future. Proverbs 29.23 A person's pride brings him down, but one of humble spirit has a firm hold on honor and respect.
Okay, so as we concluded the minor prophet Amos today, we saw God giving prophetic visions of his plans to send locusts upon the earth and destroy everything and then fire upon the land, consuming everything and even consuming the land. And we watched Amos, who's not a trained prophet, who's just hearing the word of the Lord, fall before the Lord and beg for forgiveness. We're so small. We can't survive this. Please forgive us. And we see that God does and relents. And then a third vision comes of a plumb line. And God is saying, essentially, I'm going to see who's straight and who's crooked, what's straight and what's crooked. I'm not going to ignore all this anymore. So we should take that to heart as we examine our own lives and apply Amos to our own stories as we look around us. And then as we move through Revelation and continue that journey, we've concluded today the seven opening letters, the way that Revelation begins, seven letters from Jesus to seven different churches, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. And all of these churches are in the province of Asia. And they gave, well, we read them. They gave encouragement, but they also gave warning, like, I have this against you. And all of these have a message of endurance. And uh, we're going to see endurance all the way through the book of Revelation. And then we get into Psalm, and that's a beautiful psalm today. Such a beautiful, uh, contented posture with the Lord. And David is the, is the author, so the, he's a king as he's writing this. So he's full of power. He has enormous power and resources. And so pride and arrogance would probably be something that we see in a position of power like that. But David writes that his contentment is found in humility. And he says, Eternal one, my heart is not occupied with proud thoughts. My eyes do not look down on others. I don't even begin to get involved in matters too big. Matters of faith, state, business, or the many things that defy my ability to understand them. Of one thing I am certain. My soul has become calm, quiet, and contented in you. Like a weaned child resting upon his mother, I am quiet. My soul is like this weaned child. May we each hold on to that picture. And hold on to that verse, hold on to that, that posture and move into and through this day and evening with a contented posture in the presence of the Lord, knowing that we don't need anything else. And even as David offers this inner contentment and this posture of humility before the Lord, Proverbs, Proverbs kind of strikes us between the eyes. A person's pride brings him down, but one of humble spirit has a firm hold on honor and respect. So let's take on board into our spiritual systems what's being given to us as nourishment today from the scriptures. Arrogance isn't going to get anywhere. Pride isn't, isn't going to bring humble contentment. Those things, arrogance and pride, are going to lead us on the path of humiliation. 
we will be humbled one way or the other. As we remember from Peter's letters, we should be humbling ourselves under God's mighty hand. If we want to be honorable, if we want to live the life that's described today, then we have to walk the path that leads there. So Holy Spirit, we invite you into that because it deals with our thoughts, our words, and our deeds. It deals with the way that we conduct ourselves and how often we are in complete control and speeding into destruction where we should be submitting and consulting with you on the narrow path that leads to life. Show us how to do that, Lord. We wander aimlessly so much. We get lost like sheep gone astray, and you keep coming. Show us how to walk this path. We love you and we humble ourselves before you and pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. That's the website. It's where you find out what's going on around here. And it's, it's Christmas time around here. So we have some Christmas things in the Daily Audio Bible shop that are special for this year. We created vinyl packages, like vinyl albums, collector's editions of the music from the Daily Audio Bible, and are offering those for Christmas this year. And we'll send along the Christmas ornaments for anyone who gets any number of these. And all of the resources from Christmas this year are being invested into what's coming next for us. A brand new home in the new year, a brand new app, and a brand new platform from which to build into the future without so many obstacles that we've faced as we've learned along the way. And so thank you for checking that out. Thank you for your partnership in that. You can find these at dailyaudiobible.com or in the Daily Audio Bible app. Just go to the shop and you'll find a Christmas section there and you'll find these there. Thank you very, very much. And if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible as we wind down another one of our years together, thank you. Humbly, thank you with humble gratitude. We wouldn't be here if we didn't do this together. So thank you. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Where the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877 942 4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hello, wonderful DAB family. This is Bubba D from Tennessee. Heard today, December 5th, um, that Blind Tony. You had a fire in your house. So sorry to hear, brother. You've been such an encouragement and the poet of the family, the bard, the singer, the true worshiper, the true seer. That's my name for you. So sorry to hear that happened. For, yeah. glad, glad you and your sister put it out.
Uh, family, let's pray. Let's be lifting up Blind Tony throughout these days as they're dealing with this. Heavenly Father, you see what's happening all over the world and our family here in DAB and the many needs we have, Lord God. You are enough, Father. You are enough for every need, every person. Lord, we lift up our brother, Blind Tony, asking God that you would comfort him in this season, give him the strength, restore him. Thank you, Lord, that he has a place where he can go temporarily. I pray that you bless whoever took him in or however the arrangements were made. Or be with blind Tony and help us to be reminded to pray and bless him. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless your brother. May God protect and keep you and give you strength to persevere this difficult time. Love you. Hello. I am calling on behalf of one of your longtime listeners and member of your community. I'm calling on behalf of Elaine from Hawthorne, California. She has been in the hospital for, honestly, I'm not sure how long, but she was there on Thanksgiving, and I know several days beforehand. And I know that she had hoped to be able to go home uh, this past Saturday, but now they've transferred her to another hospital, and they're running more tests. I think she's scared. I think she is concerned and is really wanting to be able to go home. And she asked that I would call and ask others to please pray for her. So this is for Elaine in Hawthorne, California. Thank you so much, and God bless. Bye. Greetings, DAB family. Hey, this call goes out to two of our staple men in the DAB community. Delta Alpha Foxtrot lost his father. The whole family is in mourning, grieving. Sir, we appreciate you. You've always been transparent over the years with your journey and your life and it has been so encouraging to so many people here we stand behind your family we pray for you in this time of suffering you are loved also this call goes out to blind tony as many of us heard his house was on fire it's not livable right now no Electricity, no water, big hole in the floor. Sir, for you too, this community loves you and appreciates you. We're going to be looking for ways to monetarily reach out, and I'm sure that will show up soon. But you are such a blessing, as you have been transparent also with your life. It it encourages us all with you men who tell the truth, take us on your journey. It encourages us to be real, to be stronger, 
to love others more, to love God more. We just thank you guys. We're praying for you, and we're with you. I'm listening to the December 5th Daily Audible Bible and heard two of our Dab family call in with very sad news. Delta Alpha Foxtrot from the border. I'm sorry that your father passed. As you said, you saw him with your family be raised to Jesus to go to heaven. But I bring you comfort, your whole family comfort on your sad loss. This is Jersey Jane for Jesus. And I stand in his faith that he will put his arms around you and your family. And blind Tony called in. Oh, blind Tony, a fire in your house. Thank God everyone is safe. Praise the Lord. I want to say a little poem for you as you give to us. May the fire rage, but it's not to worry. God is there. Do not be in a hurry. For you have given to your family all the love that you can carry. We bless you in his mighty name. Jesus Christ put out the flame. Amen.